0: Oh, I recently came across this TikTok also that mm. mentioned it a bit. Okay. So this guy started a card, right? So it's $13 on Instagram or something and it says white privilege card. Okay. And then at the back of it it says that you can present this card to gain white privilege wherever you are. So it's, it's kind of like a satire piece, right? And then he bought it and I think it was a stand-up comedy. Mm. So he showed him the card and then he said, oh, so <laughs> the funny thing about the thing, right? About the card, the company was started by a black guy. <laughs> 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 right so hey man there's there's always a market right yes, yeah, it is what what are you what do you want?
1: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Mind Your Business SG and today you're joined with
0: Ashwin and Tame.
1: So the next guest was Rajendra. So he was a thing, the, the, the dad of a friend of yours. Yes. Right. So Rajendra is the founder and I think CEO of Omni Health. Right. I think now he has relocated to Australia. Yeah. Right, so I think back in the day, he had failed multiple businesses. Right, (laughs) Uh, yeah, multiple failures. Right, and then if you go check out his story, uh, episode fourteen. Right, that's when he really dives into how he came about um, failing so many times, going back to a full time job, and then you know telling himself one day, I'm gonna try this again when I'm more stable and all that.
0: he did it. I think, you know, so we, we always hear all these cliches on TV, right? Yeah. Or, or, you know, on or, or TikTok or whatever you get. You get these cliche quotes, right? I don't stop when I'm tired. I mm-hmm. stop when I'm done. And then you're just like, all oh, these guys are celebrities or, you know, mm. like you have huge uh, sports personalities saying these quotes. And then when you sit down talking to someone who, just like us, you know, went through the Singapore system and then he failed and he failed again he and went again. Yeah, he went back to work and then he put. Puts in another ten years in corporate and then he's like, "Okay, now I'm ready to go back better." And then he goes back, and then he's just like, "Okay, so these cliches do hold some truth to it, right?" So, it's it hits different yeah. when you're in the room with someone and you can relate to that
1: person. Yeah. This is not some far-off celebrity yeah, or exactly. like an Elon Musk type. Yeah. Sometimes it's very
0: difficult to relate to these yeah, people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, of of course, I, I'm not to take away anything from all these. Of course. Big entrepreneurs, right? Or all these sports personalities who I'm sure they put in the hours too. But you know, when you hear it as someone who is, this person is just like me. Mm. He Born in Singapore, studied. The The struggles might be the same. same. Yeah. And maybe I also got a chance, Mm. you know? And again, that's one of the things that we want to stir, right? We want to stir everybody who listens to this podcast, right? say the words, hey, maybe I also got a chance. Yeah. If he right? can do it, maybe yeah. I can do it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, very interesting. Uh, yeah. He's, he's, I think he's in his 70s right now. Exactly. He's still grinding. Not say grinding, but he's still like super motivated, you know. Uh, and it's amazing to see that when you are passionate about whatever you're doing, right, you never feel tired, mm. right? Uh, the idea of retirement, I, I think... There's no such thing, yeah, maybe. Because you're always... Thinking on how to, you know, grow. And I don't think it's... So, you know, one of the things that people think is that all these older generations, when they stay in the business and all that, right, it might be because of money or what. But having talked to all these guys, right, and seeing how passionate they are, I don't think it's so much the money anymore. It's more of they have created something for themselves. Uh, and you get kind of addicted to mm. watching the project grow, you know. It's like... yeah. I guess that's how people get into gardening, I guess. right, You, you plant a food. Yeah. Sees and then you see this thing grow and then you're just like oh damn let's go again right and yeah. like it's non-stop for them so yeah that, that I think Rajendra
1: truly inspiring and, and I think that was when we had the first few conversations about business partnerships yep. and if you've actually listened to his episode right uh, one of the things that you know really strike me is the way he speaks yeah. right it's very calm very collected and very well paced and yep. in a way I would consider slow right right yeah. but it's just that maybe the decades of experience yeah. every word has a little bit of weight yeah. to it to it Definitely. right and we talked about business partnerships with him right and i think that is that then became a recurring theme yeah. uh, throughout all our guests and one of the more interesting topics that we spoke to uh, him about was minorities right right so we actually asked him while being a minority, is it actually harder for you to do yep. business and his answer was, "Yes, maybe, but so what yeah right yep. the 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 underlying issue is so what? everyone yep. has challenges, yep. like uh I think not to miscode him or something, but he said, you are minority." Even if you're a majority here, let's say you do a, um, uh, go to another country and do business. Yep. And you're a minority there, yep. right? Yeah. But so what? Yeah. Business has to be done. Right. Whatever challenges that you have, you have yeah. to overcome it. Yeah, I think mm-hmm.
0: he 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 concluded the topic very well, right? Yes. Uh, I think something that holds a lot mm. of us back, mm. uh, being in a competitive space, especially as a minority, uh, whether you might get the, the trajectory, right? Uh, but then again. Um, right. we are a minority everywhere, somewhere. Mm. We are somewhere, minority, yeah. Right? It uh, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it was very interesting. So I recently came across this TikTok also that mentioned mm. it a bit. Okay. So this guy started a card, right? so it's $13 on Instagram or something, and it says white privilege card. okay. And then at the back of it, it says that you can present this card to gain white privilege wherever you are. So it's, it's kind of like a satire piece, right? Mm. And then he bought it, and I think it was a stand-up comedy. Mm. So he showed him the card. And then he said, "Oh, so the funny thing about the thing, right? About the card, the company was started by a black guy, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, hey man, there's there's always a market, right? Yes, yeah, it is. What what are you? What do you want, right? Yeah. So that was very interesting. I, <laughs> it's,
1: it's the mentality shift. I think yeah. once you are an entrepreneur, this is what I'm, you know, absorbing yeah, from I'm them.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, going back to Kiev, Chinese guy yeah. starting British food. Yeah, Everybody's
1: exactly. Like, what?" Yeah, Asian dude. Yeah, studying uh, very British. And 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 you know,
0: if you have been to his place, you see a lot of white people there, like uh, UK people and people from Australia and all that who wants to eat British food, right? And they come there Mm -hmm. and they are all enjoying themselves, right? So to me, I think that um, as long as you know what you want, right, you got to go get what you want. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the next guess, right? Yeah, this is an interesting guy. <laughs> yeah. I I think I've had some feedback that this was one of the these were the one of the more uh, entertaining episodes yeah. because uh, we've known this guest for a good ten years. Yeah, right. So this is I think this is the first guest that we've both known. Thirteen years. Yeah, yeah, thirteen years. So Sharuk is the founder of Island Car Rental. Yeah. So or uh, an episode I think nineteen. Right, or yeah. 18 somewhere there. we talked about how him, as a J.C. dropout, a junior right. college dropout, navigated through life, right. right? did a private degree, part-time degree or whatever, and started, you know, renting out his first car on carousel or something. Right. And then, whoa, there's, there's demand. Yeah. Why not we get another car? and yeah. then rent it out, and slowly, yeah. slowly, from there, they started growing their fleet. And we yep. talked about his story about when COVID hit. Yep. You have no one's renting cars. How he had to deal with that and you know, tech disruptions coming in. So that's a very interesting uh insights into a family run business uh, in the automotive space.
0: We have been trained, taught that whatever move we make needs to be perfect, right? Isn't that why we study six years for PSLE, four years for OLA Yeah,
1: trying RSS. to get that hundred out of a hundred yeah, on ninety always, something. It's
0: always going to be that. You know, you got to be perfect before you even attempt. Mm. right? And one of the things that I think I took away from Shah Roo is that you don't need to be perfect, you just need to start. Just need to start. Yeah. That's you, right. So what? I put out my first car, right? But what? a lot of us are trying to be in a place where we want to be perfect with whatever we yeah. put out we're going to
1: read up watch every YouTube video right. absolutely before yeah. we even take the first step Yeah.
0: so I think that there's so many miniscule steps that we can take right and that I think throughout many of our episodes we have covered with a lot of our guests how they took their first steps uh, and coming back to that I think that for Shah Rukh, as you said took the first step first car eh there is demand right but how much perfection can we expect before we take that leap, right? We don't have the kind of um, uh, power, like say, for example, if Tesla was to, okay, we want to release a new car, let's do a market test, right? They can actually get millions of people to, you know, give them feedback before they even make that that move, right? But now, at a place where you are beginning, you're starting, right? You just got to take that leap. You got to just, hey, you know what? If I'm going to start a a bakery, I just got to sell my first 20 cupcakes, Exactly. See, see where it goes yeah, from just, just out, right? target
1: selling 20 yeah. and then you start thinking okay yeah. there is demand there's market feedback yeah. it's good maybe I should you know yeah. do a weekly thing pre-orders and then you start thinking of yeah. whether or not you should get a shop or yeah, something I th- just start I,
0: th- I think that also like you see people like Sharu, you know we've grown up with him he's always been this very funny and having fun, you know, basically a clown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically.
1: Right? Sharuk, you're listening to this. Yeah. I, uh, we mean what we say. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, so you never expected the kind of, um, depth he would have in thinking when it came to entrepreneurship. And right?
1: the eye for opportunities, yeah. right? Yeah. It's very sharp when he says, yeah. okay, I think there's opportunity here. You need to strike.
0: Yes. So I think that, that, you know, a lot of times we, we mistaken that, uh, I need to be serious, I need to be very uh, precise when I want to be an entrepreneur. right? I think sometimes it's about having fun, enjoying it, uh, going out there, putting yourself out there, learning, failing, gaining more knowledge and then, you know, continuing doing what you're doing. Uh, so, you know, to see a person like Sharu who's so playful all the time, right? To, mm-hmm. to have a, such an Im- impactful way in thinking. Right, uh, And I really spend good time with him Right, when we talk about entrepreneurship and all that uh, to understand that hey, you don't have to be the smartest guy in the room. You don't have to be the most serious. Right? Yeah. You, you, you can have fun with it. Right, As long as you're putting yourself out there, you never know. Opportunity is always going to come. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, go listen to those episodes if you haven't. It's starting around episode 18 onwards. And the next guest... And I think this guest probably has one of the biggest uh, social media following. It's none other than Bubbly J, right? So Bubbly is the founder of Looks Studio. So that is a bridal makeup brand. I think she started back in her poly days or something when she was, you know, just trying out makeup and stuff like that and slowly that business has grown to a point whereby I think every weekend or every every yes even Saturday Sunday is both right so you she's busy yeah she's right fully booked out, she's yeah. fully booked out so if you ever want to engage your services maybe you should even think about booking a year in advance yeah and sure. from look studio I think that then she also has now now has a fashion brand which is called yep. opium by bubbly so she went on to talk about how she launched a fashion brand she had a event a runway event fashion show event right so in those episodes you really get a deep dive into the bridal and fashion a little bit of that industry in
0: singapore yeah so i think for you know most of the businesses that we've talked about right it is very easy to scale Mm. because um, i wouldn't say easy to scale but it is more straightforward when you talk about scalability, right? Uh, so, for example, if we're talking about f and I just have to open up more restaurants. Or franchises. Yeah, yep. Control my supplier. Yep. There's so many ways that I can increase my profit margins uh, for...
1: A service-based makeup. Yeah. So There yeah. is
0: no... Like, me sitting here, if someone told me, okay, I want to start a makeup business, right? The first question would be, how, do you gonna, how are you going to scale? Yeah. Right. And so of course the first step would be increasing my price, increasing my talents, increasing my skills. And then I increase my price and from there, you know, I earn more.
1: But it but will always be tied back to the number of hours you're exactly. able to put in. You only
0: can put in twenty four hours. I exactly. I hopefully not twenty four hours, I maybe twelve to fifteen hours, right? And yeah. and then people there will come a point where people will stop paying that price no matter how good you are. Right? Because mm there is a cost that they need to to account for. And so when she started talking about it, she said that she actually started classes. That's right. So she started teaching uh, how to do makeup. And uh, I think honestly, on my Instagram, every... Every other makeup artist I see, probably, probably attended, attended learn from, Bambi, yeah, right, yeah,
1: and, and and you would be thinking, right, why are you, you know, generating the next generation of yeah. competition or yeah. something like that? But exactly. that's not her thinking at all, yeah, right. She's just growing a community, exactly. and
0: you know, yep. and it's so it's so amazing to see these things happening, right? Because here is someone who honestly I would have never thought there is going to be scale, right, for a makeup business because you're one person, right? But the next step was to grow. More people, right? yes, and she tediously manages every single uh, curriculum for her classes, yes, right, and she makes sure that everything is in place. She uh, vets everything, uh, comes up with the whole uh, the, syllabus the syllabus and all, and all, that. And all yeah. these things, right. So exactly. it's, it's very amazing. I think that was one of the things that I really took away from her that we are only limited by our mind, right? Exactly, there is always a way to scale. Yeah, it's just that you got to be you got to be willing to work, uh, right? Yeah. you got to be willing to divide your time. Yeah. So maybe you might have lesser time for makeup, but hey, you got, if you want to skill, you got to take the risk. Exactly. And she was doing this. So she was studying,
1: right? Uh, part-time uh, MBA, yep. right? And she was working full-time. Uh, I can't exactly remember. I think was it a marketing job, yep. right? And she was running this uh, business. Yeah. So if you go to episode 20, 22, uh, 22, uh You'll see the title: studying, working full time, and running a business with Pub DJ. So really inspiring. And one of the really hot topics that we went into uh, with in one of our episodes was that client management, right? Especially in the wedding and uh, wedding business, right? How do you manage the expectations of clients? What happens when you get complaints? What happens when someone is not completely satisfied with your service how do you uh maintain relationships with your clients so so we got into a few examples and case studies with her so that was really insightful yep. uh, at the same time one of the quotes that i i really strikes out to me is like don't worry about the competition worry about yourself focus on your business. Yep. So sometimes you just got to stop looking out around at what right. what is my competitor doing? Right. Should I just copy that? Yeah. right? Focus on yourself, focus on your brand. Yeah, Business, there is enough business for everyone. Yep. I think that was the quote. Yeah,
0: there was. I think yeah, she talked a bit about it. Um, and yeah, I agree. I think that so far, all these guys, right? Like we have interviewed, right? They all never bother about what the competitor is doing. Mm. They're just like, there is a gap, there is demand, I'm going to go for it. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's very important takeaway also. Fantastic. Don't don't bother about what people are doing. Yeah.
1: Focus on yourself and your business.
0: Next up, we have uh, Sean. Yeah. Sean, Sean, I will always remember him telling us about, you know, I left 68 cents. 68
1: cents left in the bank. Yeah. How stressed must you be? <laughs> That's crazy, right? I mean,
0: for us to be in that position at any stage of life uh, yeah. as an adult is, is tremendous stress. Uh, and I think he shared with us about his never-die attitude.
1: Right? Exactly. Sean uh, is the founder of Lunchbox, yep. right? It is a POS uh, FNB software yep. Company, yeah. So I think right now they've hit like, I think hundreds of, or maybe a thousand yeah. merchants in yeah. Singapore. So. so I think
0: when we first started talking to Sean, they were still growing. Yes, uh, It was his third venture, I think, or second venture.
1: Yes. I think the uh, previous venture was something along the lines
0: of Alfred. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, so he got, uh, and then now they had about thousand uh, merchants, right? So it's crazy. Mm. And you know, to see these guys always still grinding and working and you know, they're never ever slowing down. I think that's the most important thing that when you want to be an entrepreneur, I think one of the things that you need to understand is that you've got to constantly be thinking about how to grow the business. It can be monetary, it can be uh, what's the next options, what's out there, right? But um, these guys are constantly thinking, Sean is always thinking about how to close the next deal, Right? One, so. one of the, you know, his stories that really um,
1: hits me with, you know how I was speaking about resilience, right? Yep. Sean's a business story was, he had a business partner overseas, yep. right? Uh, who was working on the software, uh, I think portion for his product, right? And the, you know, gist of this, this story is that that business partner ran away with the software, yep. took everything and, I think sold it or joined a yeah. competitor. And that is after, I think, uh, months of, you know, them pouring, him pouring money into it. Yeah. Coming back from that, right? Walking home because you can't afford to take the public transport. Coming back from that
0: kind of situation. Resilience, man. This guy. Yeah. Amazing. It's crazy, right? I think that... Uh... And Sean is a very nice guy, chill, right? Exactly. You know, to to know that this person has such a hard, strong will, right? It's so inspirational. Uh, And honestly, again, it comes back down to, honestly, you don't know how much you can take Mm. till you put yourself there, right? I I think that a lot of times, the fear of failure really keeps us from being able to cross that threshold, right? Um, We get tired, we get emotionally drained. I think Sean's story is is really emotionally draining to be in that position and to still keep moving forward. I think you only know how much you can take, right? At at that point, right? So much of a beating. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think that... Keep getting back up. The human spirit is so amazing. Mm. But how many of us can say that we've actually tested our spirit? We've been broken to below...
1: Yeah, and you might not surprise bottom. yourself if you ever, I mean, hopefully not, but if you ever put yourself in such a situation or you're put in that kind yep. of situation, you might just surprise yourself as, as to exactly. how much you can take exactly. and how yeah. well you can
0: come out of it. Yeah, I think, I think, of course, there's always the fear that if I go into that space, if I go into that dark place, right? Pushed in a corner. And yeah. I, I, I can't climb back out. Um, again, it comes back down to you have to trust yourself you have to believe and always motivate yourself that I will find a way, right? And again, it comes back to the things that the people around you are very important, mm-hmm. right? To be there, to push you forward, right? Yeah. Fantastic.
1: So, amazing, amazing guest, yeah. Sean. Hey guys, coming up next week on Mind Your Business.
0: That was one of the first episodes that we actually got uh, a bit of a comment on Instagram. Oh, um, right? yeah,
1: because uh, so yeah, <laughs> we put we, out a video. And right, a snippet
0: Yeah So I think in the episode Priest talks about how um, she, After she had a kid Right Yes. Immediately In the labour room Like yeah. after they Put her back into the, the ward Right yeah. And she was on her phone Like Settling Whatever needs to be settled Right For the business yeah. For the business And so she was And to, to us It was like Wow That's great focus Right Yeah I mean the, the baby's probably sleeping Right And then someone on Instagram Said you know uh, That's not right Mm. Right. family time is very important yeah right and I think that so I got a bit upset
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is Tamit and this is Ash and you're listening to the, the Mind Your Business, business SG podcast. podcast thank you for joining us this time if you haven't already subscribe to us on Spotify to get a new insightful episode every week the Mind Your Business SG podcast is hosted by Ashwin Prakash and Tamit Nassif thank you to Naim Lutfi for our intro music and if you've enjoyed our show consider rating us it will help us grow the show and make the future episodes that much better have a question for Ash or me head over to our Instagram page at MindYourBusinessSG and ask away we read every submission and we might just answer yours in a future episode if you would like to support us personally you can reach out to Ash for your finance needs and myself for any creative business solutions we'll see you soon